This is Radio X. From Global. Yes, indeed. From Global. And a merry, merry Christmas to you. You're listening to Radio X on a Saturday morning. We're just moments away from the Chris Moyle show on Saturday. So we hope you're live and kicking, ready, wait for the show. Saturday, it's contractually obliged. We have to be here. It's only 14 sleeps to go until Christmas. Whoa. And we're getting ready for another morning of festive fun, but in a cool Radio X type way. Broadcasting live from London's Leicester Square, across the United Kingdom and the world, with extra Christmas bowls. This is the Chris Moyle Show. Ho, ho, ho. The Chris Moyle Show. Good morning, everybody. Very good. That was in tune. That was have very, I gone red? Uh, yeah, I've gone a bit red, yeah. I need to breathe again. It's just nice to be alive. Yes. It's nice to be here. It's nice to uh, be well. Yeah, you feel better now, don't you? Ask me how I feel. How do you feel? I feel less poorly sick. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. How sick were you? I was in bed um, for a couple of days this week with um, with those symptoms, with the sort of head cold stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, not nice, not nice. Yeah, how sick are you? Well, I was in bed with um, this bad headache, so at the beginning of the week, and so, so that was yeah. Sorry, you're such a child. <laughs> you're you're a child. For, yeah, you're a child. You're a child for no, repeating it. No, you are. You said you are. You said you are. Say you are. You said you are. So what am I? What am I? All right. All right. Now you copy it now. See, my children do that. Children do that. And when they do and that, they do I that, tell them off. I tell them off. So stop it. Stop it. Oh, Pippa, oh, tell him. Pippa, tell him. Go on. Go on, tell him. Go on, Pippa. Go on, Pippa. James, tell James, him. James, tell him. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Bad. Bad. What? What? What's happened? What's happened? What's happened? Now. What now. 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 <laughs> Don't you stop, Matt. Don't you stop, Matt. Don't you stop, Matt. 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 Don't you stop, oh. Matt. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, 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 Dominic Byrne is just Burn. brilliant. He's just bored. Uh, doing the weather. <laughs> doing the weather. <laughs> you broke it, eh? You broke it, eh? Now stop it. Now stop no, it. Now stop genuinely. it. Genuinely. Genuinely. Stop, stop it. Stop it. We have to stop at some point. 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 Otherwise, it's just going to be... Otherwise... Otherwise... We're gonna just going to all stop talking. Yeah. 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 Right. Is this good radio? Is this good radio? No. 
know. Is it not? Is it not? Right. I don't right. know. Okay. I don't know. Who knows anymore? Who knows anymore? It drives me it berserk. It drives me berserk. It does. That's my children it does. do it. My children do it. Uh, Chris is such uh, a Chris doofus, isn't he? Chris is such a doofus, isn't he? He really is. Really Chris is. Moyles Chris is a Moyles real doofus. He's being silly, isn't he? Silly, isn't he? Silly child. Silly child. Are you sure you're not still sick? <laughs> Are you sure you're not still sick? <laughs> At some point, At I'm some hoping point, your radio hoping brain your is going to kick in and you realise that we have to start the show. start the show. <laughs> hey Dominic oh, Merry Christmas Thank you Oh my god Oh there we go. Now, Matt, you're, you're an audio producer. Was uh, that funny? Tell yes. me what you thought of that. I thought that was fantastic. That was fantastic. Oh, don't you, oh, start, don't with you me. start with me. I'm a moron. Don't say that about yourself. <laughs> don't put yourself down, mate. Why would you do Come that? Here, give us a hug. Give you're us a meant hug. to copy me. Don't put yourself down. <laughs> Did you hear that, James? Oh, Matt. Oh, Matt. <laughs> shall we start the show again? Yeah, shall we? Oh, shall we just play a record? Let's play a record. Yeah, You're not a moron, Matt, by the I, way. I'm not a moron. I'd just like to Matt. point out, by by the way, before this three-hour show starts, yeah. that I wasn't out late last night drinking at all. No. Okay? Just like you know. Chris Miles Show. Not at all. It is the 11th of December. It's almost Christmas, so let's start with a nice apt song. Green Day. Holiday. That is Foles and Wake Me Up, which is slightly ironic as Pippa just did a massive yawn. Sorry. Ten seconds to, before the end of that song. Mm. Wake Me Up is played, it's just like this. <laughs> it's a long night last night. She's like uh. a bear with a sore paw. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do last night? Where were you last night? Fishing with Chris Tarrant. Oh, Hello. of course. Uh, Doing crane stuff. Nope. Was it Dan Norcross's uh, groundsman cricket tour thing? Nope. No. Uh. What did you do? I was DJing last night. Oh, yes, that's oh, right. Oh, I really, 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 really tried to yeah, make it. did you? Yeah, how, I did. How, how much did you try? To... Uh, well, I went for dinner with some friends. Yeah. And yep. after that? Went home, because it was, it was so late, you see. I started at... Uh, you started at, at eight, eleven. Nine, eleven. Yeah. eleven, yeah, and I... We had dinner booked at five to eleven. <laughs> that's that that a late a dinner, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Absolutely. Oh, do you know what? No, in all honesty, I would have loved to have gone, but I I couldn't go. Because? Because it's Judas's night and I'm not supporting him in any way, shape or form. He doesn't support me anymore. But I don't want to bring personal... Personal. That was a long time ago, though, wasn't it? Right. Oh, well, you've got a short memory. I remember what you said when he left. But but (laughs) but I I forget things very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Very quickly. um, That's true, to be fair. I didn't want him to leave when he left. But uh, then after that... uh, Screw him. No, he's oh, no, he's lovely. No, yeah, yeah. he's lovely. What tunes were you spinning? This is Dave Masterman, old Judas, who used to work on our show. He has, a, a, like, a club night thing, yeah. a night thing, you know. Uh, COVID, it was a, and it was a COVID special last night. Was it? <laughs> was it? A yeah. super spreader. It actually works perfectly fine for him because these nights are not that popular anyway, so right. they're not that busy. So social distancing has been actually taking place for yeah, years at his that's dues. Fine. Was it busy last night, Pip? Were you, it was very busy, was it? yeah. Forget that. How were you on the on the wheels of steel, on oh, the decks? The old ones and twos. That's right. I was okay, a bit hit and miss, right. if I'm honest. Were you scratching and beat mixing and looping? Uh, 
I mean, yeah. sure. <laughs> I mean, you don't need it as much with the sort of music that we're playing. Yeah. You know, it's quite yeah. hard to beat much. You know, rock and indie tune. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. was your What was your favourite tune that you spun last night on the yeah, decks? It was now. What would it Wigfield be? Saturday night? That is a I classic. I didn't play that this time. Texas Night Nightrunners Chino. No. Bewitch Salavi. No, Tiff- but I'll write that down for next time. I love that. <laughs> Tiffany, I think we're alone now is good. No. Always good. Debbie Gibson, Only in My Dreams. I always like playing Justice versus Simeon because oh. It, oh, yeah. that, it, it goes on the end of nearly every track. You can start playing down, it and it down, works. Down, 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 yeah. down, down. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But, you oh, know, next you. time if you come along, you'll hear it. That's it. Hmm. Yeah, I won't be there. But the, when you... I had a few mishaps, obviously. Well, obviously. Uh, was Toby there helping? He was, yeah. Well, there you go. That's, that's where why. the mishaps happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Emily and Katie were there helping out. Cool. That, what What's was that called? code for? Emily and Katie. Oh, Colossal you're Katie. two of your friends. Enormous yeah. Emily and yeah. Colossal Katie. Oh, well, God, no wonder <laughs> they only sold four tickets. There's no room for anybody else. <laughs> Not Colossal, nor XL. Colossal, even. Colosso. You call it Colosso, so you've abbreviated it now. <laughs> yeah, just Coloss. It's downstairs, this venue, isn't it? It is, yeah. Are they still there? Do they get stuck? No. I'm just, no, because upstairs are not very wide. Not very no. wide at all. Just, you know. <laughs> Stop it. No, but well done. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, it's a shame I missed it. Mm. Yeah. Well, was. you used to DJ back in the day, didn't you? You were a... Uh, DJ last night? Yeah, but no, but, you know, you had a DJ name. What was your DJ name again? Just Pip. J-U-S. Just Pip. Yeah. J-U-S Pip. That's pretty so cool, isn't Pip. it? A couple of Pepper's de- uh, friends are DJing as well. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, what are they called? Fat DJs. <laughs> <laughs> you can't no, PH! Say that. PH! Yeah, PH! PHAT! Like the music's fat, man. Yeah. Actually, there are the plump DJs. They see, they? There you go. There are. And there's yeah. fat and small. That's. There, are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, speaking of dance music, I'll uh, play your Fat Boy Slim when we come back after this. The Chris Miles Show. Christmas from everyone at the Chris Moyle Show. I like to suck it. Now then, hey, what are you doing here on a Saturday morning? Have you got meetings? Open the door. <laughs> Open the door, Bonnie. Have you got a secret meeting that you've been working on Saturday that you don't want people to know about? 24-7. 24 7. 365. Who are we signing up that you have to have the meeting on a Saturday? I couldn't possibly. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Nice. Uh, and if you don't know who that was, I'm not telling you. All right, good. Um, so, yeah, in honour of Pippa DJing last night at uh, Judas... Sorry, Matt... Uh, uh, what's his name? Dave. 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 I was like... Yeah. Matt Deverson, I was going to say. Oh. Uh, at Dave's do, uh, here is Fatboy Slim right here, right now. Uh, mixed in beautifully by Pippa. It's going to be a brilliant mix. Ready? There we go. Fr- fr- French. What? <laughs> it's good. I like to suck it. Stop it. Come on. I like to... I like to suck it. I like to... I like to suck it. I like to... I like to suck it. Thank you. Um, that that was um, Fat Boy Slim. And right here, right now. Hello! I'm DJ Pippa. F-f-fresh. Um, right. Uh, you know. Anyway, uh... No. Right. Okay. And now here this is um no the, um this is <laughs> Woo Shabba No This is 
Uh, we are your friends. No. Sorry, this this is We Are Your Friends. Oh, balls. What you said you weren't there. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for... Craptic Birthdays. That's all right. What is it time for, Pippa? Craptic Birthdays. Also, the number one best-selling book of the same name... Yeah. What is it time for? It's Craptic Birthdays. Ooh. La, 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 la. <laughs> Blimey. That was a bad one. More oh. vibrato this week. Do you think? I enjoyed the vibrato. You shouldn't be looking. Sorry. Looking. Pippa, how is the book doing? You have a number one best-selling book called Pippa Taylor's Craptic Birthdays, which is available to buy on the Radio X website and on Amazon. Yes. Is it too late for people to order now for guaranteed delivery before Christmas? May not. No. Ooh. You can still order now, and it'll come in a couple of days. Wow, that's wow. my kind of present. Absolutely. It did have a peak. I won't lie to you. It had its, it had its peak. Of course, that's but it will right. peak again. And then it's troughed. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's well, no, it's not. It's troughed. It's just, I'm not know. in the chops. Anymore. Well, everybody go on Amazon now and search for it. Pippa Taylor, Craptic Birthdays. And why not order the book? Get one for yourself and one as a gift. It's a perfect... It's technically Christmas shopping. It's a perfect stocking filler, isn't it? It really is. You play on Christmas Day with a family, guys. A lot of people are saving it for Christmas dinner. Of course they are. Yeah. Yeah. What, to eat it? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) It's either turkey or (laughs) that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Turkey fish or Pippa's book? Yeah. Are we ready to do Craptic Birthdays? Ready. All right, just give me one second. Sorry. Thank you. Anybody want any popcorn? Oh, I will have oh, some. Yes, please. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right then, I'm ready. So, there are a few celebrity birthdays around about now. And instead of just telling you whose birthday it is, which would be normal, yeah. uh, instead I'm going to give you a few really shoddy word clues I to say help. Shoddy. Okay, dodgy. No, I wouldn't say dodgy. Okay, bad. Yeah. No, it's a craptic. Crap, crap. crap. Right. <laughs> to help you get there. Um, they're not good enough to be cryptic heads. Craptic, are you ready? Yeah, come up with a famous person's name, everybody. Pay attention. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'll just pop it down. There we go. Ooh. Okay, the first James one alone? is. Takes to court. Takes to court. Kendrick or Farris. Enjoy a book. Okay. Takes to court. Yeah. So takes to court or, you know, uh, takes legal action against, should we say. Okay. Kendrick or Farris. Okay. Oh, enjoy Kendrick a book. or Farris. James has got it. I'm there. And I enjoy haven't. Enjoy a book. Take to court. Yeah. Kendrick or Farris. Takes to court. Yeah. I could, there wasn't many of those around us. I only know one Kendrick. So then do I. Who is it? What? It'll be that then. Will it? I don't think it is. I'm, not, I'm thinking of the same Kendrick as you are. I can't get the, the the Kendrick word with the Farris word. No. Oh. Thinking first names. Kendrick first name. The first name of someone, people whose surname is Kendrick and Farris. Oh. oh thinking, I, I was thinking of Kendrick Lamar. Ah. That doesn't work. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I've, ah. I've never heard of Farris Lamar. Got no. it. And then enjoy a book. There we go. Oh, I've got, I've it. got it. I've got it. I've got it as well. And what is it? Susanna Reed. Well done. Very See, good. takes to court, Suze. Kendrick or Farris, Anna. Yeah. Enjoy a book, read. Suze, Anna, Anna Reed. Well done, everyone. That's good. That was all a good right. one. Just before number two. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, go on. Just one second. You're right. Yeah. 
Oh. Oh. I don't know where to look. Just some orange juice, Matt. Uh, sure. <laughs> oh, wow, okay, Barocca. I'm ready. Oh, right, okay. It's Barocca. Yeah. Did you pour it from a great height? I did, yeah. Oh, that's nice. So make it frothy. Yeah. <laughs> so like a warm. frothy bevy. Right, ever that is. Still my favourite clip. No, it's not. Yes, no, it it's is. not. Let's do another one. Pick number it. two. Craptic method number two. Here we go. First initial rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, point at a target. Not you. Bushy orange tail animal. Got <laughs> it. Go. Great. Got it. Great. Okay, so oh, I'm yeah. Okay, yeah, Dominic it. Byrne and Matt oh, Park Smith, which means James's last. Brilliant. Bushy orange tall animal. Mm. Bushy orange tall animal. Bushy orange what? Tall yeah. animal. That's it. Can you, can do you wear glasses? Can you wear glasses? I've had my laser. So just read the last word so again. What are the two last words on the screen? Oh, Dom's head's in the way. Oh, sorry. Bushy. Oh, bushy orange tail animal. Not tall animal. I was like, How much did you pay to get your eyes lasered? You <laughs> should get your money back. Money. You only have one done. I was like, who's Jamie Giraffe? That's really <laughs> difficult. First initial rolling, oh, you've got J. And then you've got point at a target. Aim. Aim. And then not you. Me. So you've got Jamie. And then bushy orange tail animal. Fox. So you put it together. Jamie Fox. Hey. Very good. Easy. Not Jamie Giraffe. Jamie Giraffe. I'm wondering how a bushy orange tall animal would be a giraffe anyway. Yeah, That's it's giraffes are not very... Um, well, they're tall and orange. That's why I was like... Yeah. Or yellow, be. I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you know why giraffe's necks are so long? So... Because no, their heads so far away from the body. That is true. Yeah, that's there true. Because the parrots eat them all. Oh, that's a different punchline. Oh, yeah. Have we got time for number three? Yeah, we've got time. I've Great. got two more. Yeah, we've got oh, time for both. Okay, here we go. And give me two more! Give me two more. This more. one's a similar to, to one in the book. Ready? Right. Okay. Okay. Animal wagger, rowing stick, very quick, off you go. Oh, oh my God, I got it already. Great. Really? Yep. That's a very good one, Pip. Animal wagger, rowing stick, very quick. Oh, here we go, yeah. Oh, well done, James. It's, James boom. is in the house. Boom, boom. Matt? Yeah. Well, I've got something. But well, what, what have you I got? You've got <laughs> I bet you've got the same as me. <laughs> I've got dog or fast. That's exactly what I've got. That's exactly what I've got. Dog or fast, happy birthday. Hi, dog, dog or. Dog or. The animal wagger's more generic. So yeah. It's not a specific what animal. What could that be? The animal wagger. <laughs> Pat? No. What Cat. is what is the wagger? What, what, what is the, yeah. Wagger. It's the animal and then the wagger bit. Happy dog. Happy dog. And, okay. and that famous right, person do, do you know what? I've now worked it out. Have you? No. And we, we were so wrong, it hurts. Oh, really? So <laughs> you went with me, animal wagger, dog, yeah. rowing stick, or yeah. very quick, fast. fast. Yeah. yeah. We're so wrong, it hurts. Are we? Have you got it, yeah. James? Got it. Got yeah, I've got it, yeah. All right, so work it out. An animal wagger. Give me an animal wagger. I can only think of an- animals with tails. Dog. Okay. Does the monkey have a tail? Yeah, dog. Yeah, monkeys do have tails. Dog. Yeah. But what wags? In the word. The tail wags. Okay, all right. Dog uh, tail. Dogtail. Right. Okay. Rowing okay. stick. Oh. That's an oar. I know okay. that's right. Very or. quick. Dog. Fast. Uh, yeah. Or. <laughs> Dogtail. I would like that to be my surname. It was yeah. very... Oh, my God. I saw somebody uh, run a race yesterday. Very, very. Speed was amazing. It was so... Lightning. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Dogtail lightning. Uh, lightning. Lightning. No, come... Take off dog. Dog, yeah. So you've got or. No, you've got... What's the... F- oh, Just tail. Oral. Tail, tail, sorry. Oral fast. Tail, tail or... Tail or... Ah, tail or... Taylor. So something Taylor. Right, yeah. so Taylor. And another word for very quick... 
fast, um, quick, super, quick, Taylor, super, 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 Come on, Taylor Swift! Taylor Swift! There you go. How many Taylors do you know? Happy Sunday, everyone. Taylor Speedy. Taylor Speedy. Taylor Swift. Dog tail or fast. We still have time for one more. That was lovely, Matt. Animal wagger is now what I'm going to call dogs. Every time I see an animal... Oh, I see you've got an animal wagger. Yeah. That was very good. Well worked okay. out, Matt. Thank you, thank you. Are you ready for your final crap tick? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just give me one second. Okay, go on. you doilum. Oh. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I knew you were thinking that. So when you play that, Pip has this image of one giant <laughs> curdle of popcorn, curdle of popcorn oh, just popping. Oh. That Two was bits. a loud one. That's enough for me. <laughs> oh, the size of a house. I'm one of those. That was a massive pop. That was a big curdle. I saw your face. I knew you were thinking that. Oh, dear. We've already had popcorn. We've had that, haven't we? Unbelievable. Oh. I need a drink. One second. Is that one? Do you want anything? Yeah. Yeah. Light I'll get a few things out. Light up. Okay. We've got wine, milk, vodka, milk, <laughs> gin, milk, milk. Yeah. All right. And milk. So, let's go back to it then. Okay. So, crap tick number four. Big this person's birthday would have been on this day. Ooh. Small coffee oh. clue there. Here we go, you ready? But they moved the date. Right. Unit of old French currency. Yeah. Religious wrongdoing. Wall painting. Cheerleader skirt. First oh. person to get it. Cheerleader skirt. So go through them again. Unit of old French, French currency. currency. Yes. Religious wrongdoing. Religious wrongdoing. Wall painting. And Wall then, painting. And then cheerleader skirt. So just think generic in all, in all of these. I think too specific. Uh, so, what's you're religious now? What's religious? I have wrong to say, yeah. I'm on fire. Have you got it? Got I've it. got it. Yes, and it's you. very clever, Pip. Is it? So, what, what have you got for wall painting, Matt? Well, I've put art. I've got okay. mu- mural, 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 mural. Yeah, right. That's a big wall painting, isn't it? Mural. Yeah. Could be graffiti. Oh yeah, could be. Yeah. Oh, Tom's what, got what it. about relig- religious wrongdoing? Hmm. So it's unit involved French currency. Yeah. I've Have you got that one? On yeah, that. yeah. Religious wrongdoing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh. I've You've got, got it. it haven't Have you? you? Yeah. Great. Have you got it, James? No. What, 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 do you want to show your workings out? What I've are you got thinking? It. All right, let's go through it. Jay, have you got it, Matt? No, not yet. All yeah. right, well, let's, let's flip-flop between the two. Okay. Um, James Robinson, unit of old French currency. Frank. Okay, have you got yeah, the same? That's what I've got. Okay, religious wrongdoing. Sin. Ah. Frank Sin. I didn't have what Frank Sin. Got it. All right, so Matt's got it, and you're on your own, James. <laughs> you're the only one now who doesn't have it. Let's go through it. Frank let's go through, uh, what's a wall painting? Mural, Frankson, 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 Frankson. And what's, what have you got for wall painting? Mural. Can, uh, so you've got Frankson mural. Yeah, it didn't work. Okay, are you sure? 
Yeah. Frankston mural. Mm. And then what have you got for cheerleader skirt? Dress. Dress. Okay, so... <laughs> struggling at the end. Frankston mural dress. So, so unit of... Oh, hang on. Oh. What's the end bit, though? Frankston art... Yeah. Tra. What? what? So a tra skirt. A tra skirt. What's yeah. a tra skirt? Frankston <laughs> art... Ra. I've got, I've got it. Just without all of the clues, I've <laughs> pieced it together. What's the cheerleader skirt, Dom? A tri- Frank Sin Art Ra. Frank Sinatra. Oh, Ra skirt. A Ra skirt. A Ra skirt. Very good. Well, well done. That was Pippa's craptic birthdays. Um, aren't we all intelligent? Yeah. On that bombshell, we'll be right back. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Do you know, if he was alive today, I think he'd have loved this band. Sorry, I didn't say I was talking about. I was, of course, talking about the legendary singer and crooner, part of the Rat Pack, Frank Sin Mural Dress. That's it. He would have. Uh, he would have loved the enemy. Loved so sick, 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 can't The enemy, away from here. Saturday morning, this is Radio X. Oh, yes. Now, on Monday, we had a terrible... Well, I had a terrible day because Pippa was off for a birthday. She took a couple of days off. Dominic uh, was coming back from a weekend away, so he came up with some poor excuse that he was poorly sick or had a migraine I had a migraine, yes. He's had a migraine for a year and a half. Come back from Calais. All of a sudden, he gets one on a Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> yeah, loads of booze in the back of the car. He gets a migraine. And I was basically left in the studio... With uh, my worst nightmare mm. with Qu- James Robinson. Oh, quality time together. That's what it was. You know, some people's worst nightmare is being buried alive or yeah. being uh, dropped in the middle of the ocean. Mine is just being in the studio with James Robinson. Yeah. Great time. How was it for you, James? I, I, actually, really, really fun. Really Who cares enjoyable. what he thinks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for you... Ask me. How was it for you, Chris? Painful, right. horrible, horrible. <laughs> an experience I never want to live through again. Oh, my God. Which okay. is the first, uh, many review from women who slept with me. Right. <laughs> okay, fine. Anyway, um, we do this feature called Plug My Panto, where we get a Panto star on, mm. and then we got to guess who they are. But Dominic wasn't here on Monday. I had to do it all on my own. There's no business like show, business like no, business I know. I'm going to fade up the sound of our mystery guest and I've got to try and work out who they are. So, good morning, mystery guest. Hey, Chris. Oh. How are you? Oh, God. You've gone quite blonde with age. It's about 20 years since you last spoke to me. How are you? It's 20 years since I last spoke to you. Yeah. You've worn very well, I must say. <laughs> it's not Sean Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> now, did we get on when we spoke? Oh, I get one. Great. Oh, this is going to be really tricky. I've got to do this on my own. All right, so we have, have we met before? No, we've never met, no. <laughs> you sound like you're trying to do an impression of me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even attempt that, Chris. Oh, my God. See, now I've got an idea of who it might be, but... Have you all? Well, yeah, just because there's the tone of to your voice, but I could be well off the mark, so let me try and work some of the clues out first. Go on, then. You have been on television for many a year, am I correct? Well, it was for a bit, yeah. And 
You did various TV shows. Yeah. And there's one that sticks out that you were the host of that ran for many years and was very, very, very successful. You're good, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> if I've got this right, I'll be delighted with myself. But I've, even though all the clues are going my way, I'm still not 100% sure. Did you do a TV show? Well, here's a question. Family fortunes. Did you ever do a TV show where you were the only host of the show? Oh. So there was yeah. one host and that was you? Hang on. No. Oh. Oh, what? No, there was a few before me. No, yeah. yeah and but, there was some after. But when you did it, you were the only host of that particular episode. At that time. Right. Now, did you also do another TV show where you shared the presenting duties with other people? And they do, yeah. <laughs> oh, who do you think? What's the show? Did you ever run down a flight of stairs? I might have done. Oh, if I've got this right, I'll be well pleased. Did you? <laughs> Did you ever do a TV show with Jeremy Beadle? I Chris. Are you Matthew Kelly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, my <laughs> Lord. I'm How are you? So, I'm so pleased that I got you. Yeah, you're looking great, Chris. Oh, my you Lord. fantastic. Well, that's, that's better now. I've got the hat off. Look at you. <laughs> Matthew <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, Manchester lad. Right. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. Yeah. Except I've got a dicky hip. Oh, no. A, yeah, I'll have it replaced after Panto. You're all right. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. No, I've had one done already. What, um, what's your panto this year? Hey, uh, Robin Hood, and um, it's in Nottingham at the Theatre Royal. Beautiful. With Flawless, Jodie Prenger, Matt Terry, Phil Walker. Oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> and who, who are you playing? I'm playing Dame Tilly Tuck. Oh. Just don't ask. Thank God he said that right, Matthew. Don't. Yes. Very close, isn't it? I know. (laughs) Oh, look at you. (laughs) I I remember. See, now I'm amazed that you said we haven't spoken for a while, but I remember speaking to you and I upset you a little bit. Do you remember? Well, that was your job at that time, wasn't it? Well, I kind of, yeah, I kind of guess it was. But I thought, I said something which I thought was very funny and I thought you would laugh. I thought you'd appreciate it. And yeah, you went well, the other way, and your response was, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, I, I can't believe you've said, oh, no, that's terrible. And all it was, was yeah. we were talking about stars in the rise. We were. And I said, I don't know if you remember, and I said, do you know, you said, you're so positive, you're so nice to all the contestants, and yeah. you always say, when they've finished, you always go, come here, you, that was fantastic, oh, you were brilliant. I said, are you ever tempted to go, come here, you, that was bloody awful, you didn't sound anything like them, and you went, oh, I'd never do such a thing, that's a terrible thing to say. No, actually, no, you're right, well, firstly, it was a bit wary of you, first, <laughs> because you had a bit of a reputation, and secondly, I would never, and honestly, I used to think they were marvellous, and you know, we used to spend, I used to spend so much time with them, and you know, just trying to get them through the doors, yeah. you know, with all their terrible nerves and everything, that um, I actually really believed in them, 
So bless you. People bless used to say me on say to me on the Monday, you know, after the Saturday's show, they'd say, "Oh, so and so was on the show." Didn't sound anything like him. And I say, "I don't know what you're talking about. I thought they were fantastic." <laughs> <laughs> but you know how sensitive I am. <laughs> I don't, but, uh, then, but, but, but you're right, though. That must have been nerve-wracking because, you know, there's one thing being down the pub doing a bit of karaoke and someone going, you do sound a bit like Tom Jones. You should go on that Stars on the Rise. And then the yeah. next thing, you're there in front yeah. of the, the audience and everything going, oh, oh, my God, papping themselves. I know, I know. But because uh, we did the show in Manchester mm. and... Uh, we used to do a day's rehearsal, and the first thing that they did was they had to sing their song five times, and they used to come through the doors, and, the, and it never failed this. The first time they went through, they went, oh, I wish I should never have done this. I'd <laughs> put my eyes out with biros. And then the second time they do it, oh, well, I'm here now. I've got to do it. And the third time they think, oh, well, that wasn't bad. The fourth time they think, oh, I quite like this. And fifth time you couldn't get them off. Yeah, well, that, well that's that's the way you've got to do it. Because otherwise, if that was just genuine first time, you'd be right. It'd be called stars and they're frozen their eyes. They'd be like that. Uh, but the crew were fantastic with them, you know. They were really kind. And uh, we, had, we used to have a lovely time on it. But, you know, it is nearly 20 years. Since you did it? Yeah. How, many, how long did you do it for? 11 years. Wow, was it really? Yeah, it was. And there came a point where I went, um, do you know, I'd quite like to leave. Uh, do you mind? And they went, no, that's fine. And I thought, well, you could afford a little bit. No, <laughs> 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 so you're plugging Pantos. Do you go to Panto? Do you know, I went to, we went to the one at the Palladium a couple of years ago. Yeah, and that was the first time I've been to a panto for uh, for a few years now. A friend of mine was in one, but I used to obviously I used to go when I was a kid. I used to go every year. It was absolutely I would insist on it. But I don't have kids, and uh, so what happens when you don't have kids is you kind of get out of the habit. Well, of the panto. Julian, go see Julian Claire. I've just been on tour with Julian Claire. In fact, we're going back to do the dresser. He's a fantastic actor, you know, right. and a really sweet man. But this is my 43rd panto. <gasps> what, what does that say about my career, Chris? It means that there's no stopping it, and it's only growing and growing. <laughs> yeah, come, come up to Nottingham. I would, you know what I'd love to? So let's have a look. Tickets can be bought from the Theatre Royal Nottingham website. Uh, it starts Saturday the 11th of December. Runs through to the 9th of January. Lovely, not too long. Um, and Matthew <laughs> Kelly is playing a dame. <laughs> As per getting my idol rack out. Saturday, the 11th of December. This Saturday, if you fancy going to see the great Matthew Kelly. Oh, Chris, you're great. Thank you for coming on. All the best with it. It's oh, bless excellent. you. Thank you, Chris. I'll never be wary of you again. Oh, well, God bless you. Come Good here, night. you. That were, you were bloody awful, you. Yeah. <laughs> on my ass. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matthew Kelly. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you very much, Chris. All the best. Love you. And Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you, Matthew. Come here, you. Oh, that was absolutely brilliant. Come here, you. Oh, that was so good. Uh, This is our record of the week, the new song from Lathams. That is the Lathams, and it is called Krampus. Ooh, I've got myself some Krampus. Oh, you're right there, love. Yeah, I'll rub a banana on it or something. Um, is that what they say? I don't something think they say. Potassium or... Ever rub a banana on it is... Yeah. The... Matthew Kelly, my buddy, my chum. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Nothing. <laughs> it's yeah, just a successful week of bookings, I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> Very. Yeah. <laughs>
Matthew oh. Kelly, who I offended 20 odd years ago. I'm like, he's never, I've never spoken to him since. And James books him as a guest. I mean, I couldn't get any worse. Really? Well, keep listening. You won't believe it. We'll do the news at nine o'clock next. On your radio, on Global Player, and here. Play Radio X. This is Radio X. News. From Global's Newsroom, I'm Tom Crowsdale. The government says everything's being kept under review when it comes to the new strain of coronavirus. Researchers found the booster jab significantly reduces the chance of us getting symptoms of Omicron, but Community Secretary Michael Gove says it's spreading quickly. We know that the Omicron variant is doubling every two to three days in England and possibly even faster in Scotland. People in Scotland now need to stay at home for 10 days if someone they live with tests positive for it. At least two people have died after a reported tornado hit a nursing home in Arkansas. It collapsed, trapping 20 people inside. The US government's rested its case against Jelaine Maxwell in her sex trafficking trial. Prosecutors have called the British socialite a predator. She denies all the charges and it's thought we'll hear from her defence next week. Brentford beat Watford 2-1 to go ninth in the Premier League. Later, Stephen Gerrard's back at Anfield. Aston Villa have got Liverpool and Australia lead the Ashes 1-0. They beat England by nine wickets in the first test. Weather. With direct line van insurance. Five-star de facto cover that doesn't break the bank. Some rain around at times today, but feeling a bit warmer than it has done with highs of 13. From Global's newsroom, you're up to date. This is Radio X. From Global. Yes, indeed. From Global, home of all your favourite radio DJs, including Johnny Vaughan, Toby Anstis and Amanda Holden. We'll be back to the Chris Moore Show on Saturday in just a few minutes, but first, choo-choo, let's go down on the tracks. Thomas the Tank Engine was rolling into the station when he bumped into his friend Barney from Barbados. <laughs> Hello, I'm Barney from Barbados. <laughs> Is that Catherine Willey? No, it's not. God damn it. <laughs> there you are. You just recently moved to Barbados. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, very wise. Right, good morning, everybody. The Chris Miles Show. Ah, so it's so good to feel good. Yeah. It's so good to feel good, Pippa. Good. Yeah, you weren't very good in the week, were you? What do you mean? I crushed a few vocals. <laughs> sure. Is yeah. that what, are you critiquing my, my I, performance? Not so much your performance, more your your health, really. Mm. I know, right? You look perkier now. Thanks. Yeah. With my new hair. Yeah, it looks I got good. Got my head the other day yeah. as well. It's very good. It's fresh. It's a fresh cut. Uh, half an inch a month. It grows. What? Oh, I see. Um, is that what it grows? Yeah. Oh, is that now? How does? Oh, I'm out out of the game, obviously, on hair growth. How does that? compared to the normal head of hair growth. Stats. No, that's uh, normal hair right. grows half an inch a month. But you always say yours grows more than normal hair because you need Well, it, gro- it, it grows very thick out of the top of my head, yeah. But I, want, I, I was saying to the guy who did my hair, I really want to have... I really, I've always wanted to grow my hair for a long time. Yeah. I just can't get past, like, a few months because you just look like an idiot. Yeah. And it's going to be, what, a year and a half, really, two years if I wanted to grow it? You could wear a hat, though, couldn't you? You could wear a hat to cover it up until it looks excellent. Well, how long would you want to grow it? Do you want it like Devo, Boss Devo's length? No, I want it to look good. Right. <laughs> oh, Morning, Devo. Extensions. He won't be listening. He's yeah. always listening. 
I don't think I'm going to get extensions, James. They're really long. Extensions? Yeah. No, they count them as long right, as you want them, I guess, aren't they? Infinitely long. How, how long are extensions, James? As long as you want them to be. Right, OK. Yeah. You know the mullet is genuinely, the mullet is coming back. It's not, though. Yes, it is. It's not. Is someone yes. in the building with a mullet? Yeah. Yeah? If you, uh, if you like me, read lots of fashion magazines... Um, what you, magazines do you read, Tom? Vogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red. Mm-hmm. OK. Um, Bella. I don't think... I don't, mm, I don't huh? think the last two are... Yeah, and a lot of the people there have mullets. Um, and my children will say that... <laughs> No, this is true. Where are you going with this? No, no. Do you even know? <laughs> yes, no, I do. Okay. Uh, so, Zan, who's 16, we were talking about mullets, and I was saying that back in the day, Bono from U2 had a famous mullet because right. he wore it well because he looked cool. Yeah. Uh, and she says that hairstyle, she didn't know it was called a mullet. They call it something else now, I think. That's coming back into fashion. Fast forward a year from now, you'll probably have a mullet. Just putting it out there. <laughs> I had an accidental mullet, as you know, years ago. He did, yeah. yeah. Well, that, yeah. Wasn't a good look. No. It, that was a barber in a rush, wasn't it? How long did that last for? Did you until I could literally get to another hairdresser's? Right. I was on the road doing the road show. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I needed my hair cut, and I went in and did it. And she left it long on the back, and I don't know why. Yeah. And I was in, a, and I had to go. <laughs> and the next day, I'm like backstage behind the, on the road show, and people are looking at me, and I'm going, "Yes, I yeah. know. Yes, it it looks like a mullet." And they're like. You got that done yesterday? They thought that's what I wanted. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was in a rush. It's a yeah, long story. It was half a haircut. That's yeah. It was half a haircut. Yeah. 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 Do you remember Rat Tales? Did you ever have a Rat Tales? No. Oh, I Jordan did. from New Kids on the Block did. Did he? I think I, d- I did for a couple of weeks at a Rat's Tale as well. They were very cool in our school. Danny Scripjack was the first one to have a Rat's Tale. Danny Scripjack? Danny Scripjack was the first one, wow. yeah. He also used to steal VW signs. You remember the Beastie <laughs> Boys? When the Beastie Boys... That was I'm not getting involved in this, Link. Yeah. I say steal, he probably borrowed them. You know what he does hard. these days? He's uh, a, lo- a criminal lawyer. <laughs> he probably is, yeah. Morning, Danny. Best of luck. Yeah. Anyway, here's what we got. If you've just woken up, we've been on the radio for an hour already. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm saying I'm well. I'm sound off. Almost there. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, still to come this morning, we've got another Plug My Panto star, which we'll do shortly. We've also got... Mr. Jake Humphreys. Yes. There's no Esther. Yeah. It's Jake Humphrey. What a lovely man he is. Even though on my script it actually says Jake Humphreys. Oh, does, does it? it? No, yeah. it should have said Humphrey. <laughs> Jake Humphreys. Oh, if you're going to add the oh. S, you've got to add five S's. Yeah. Um, I'll put um, Jack Whitehall and Ben Elton. Yes. It's right. a busy little show this morning. In fact, we may as well play the outstab and go into our first song. <laughs> the Chris Miles Show. And Merry Christmas to everybody. Who's in the mood for a Christmas song? Yeah. Well, Matt Deberson isn't. This is Queen to the Stone Age. Oh. That's my impression of Sam Fender. Very good. Fishy in the dishy when the board comes in. Mint. Um, so today it's Manchester City versus Wolves, I believe. Ooh. That's your lunchtime kickoff, and then it's Arsenal versus Southampton. Yeah, uh, you're playing a team called Aston Villa. Yes. How do you get on with Aston Villa normally, Don? Well, they beat us last season seven-two. We don't worry about that, Chris. But it'd be nice to see Steven Gerrard back at Anfield. But weirdly, against Liverpool, how bizarre will that be? So, That's what do you? Who do you love more, Steven Gerrard? What do you want more, Steven Gerrard's happiness or a big win for Liverpool? I want Steven Gerrard to be miserable on Saturday. Oh and, no! And only football related, and I want us to, uh, yeah, to beat Aston Villa comfortably, please. Norwich Man United on uh, uh, five thirty. Yeah, 
And that'll be a good game. Three o'clock kickoff today at Stamford Bridge. Oh, Chelsea versus Leeds United. The first of four all but impossible nightmare games that we have. So how do you think that will go? Uh, today, yeah. oh, we're going to win. Good. Yes. That's is that your spirit. gut feeling? Because go with that. If that's what your gut feeling is. We're going to win. Great. Yep. Do you have a score in your head? That's right. Right. It doesn't matter, actually, it doesn't does it? Matter. As long as you win. 2-0. Oh, that would be brilliant. Yep. And you do Liverpool a favour as well if we win. That'd be 2 great. 0, Dom. Yeah. Uh, let two me look nil. at the odds on a 2 0 win. Oh, probably like 2 to 1 or something, isn't uh, it? Well, with the betting up that I use, probably <laughs> is actually. 2 2 0, rather, to Leeds United. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it might not be 2 0. Okay, go on. What are the odds? 66 to 1. Wow. Kitching. Really? <laughs> that would make it a lovely Christmas present for us. Anyway, good luck, Super Leeds. Radio Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. So we did a Plug My Panto guest in the first hour of the show, and we have another one coming up. This happened earlier on in the week. Guest number one was Matthew Kelly, which James booked for the show. Yeah. Uh, he didn't realise that Matthew Kelly and I um, had a very awkward interview 20 years ago. We had a bit of beef back in the day. Where he didn't like me very much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds that he's going to book two guests in a row that don't like me? Um, well, find out. Plug my panto part two after Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon. That's Molly's Chambers from FIFA. Oh, 2004. Sure. Bisto. Mmm. So, Plug My Panto works like this. We have a guest come on the screen in the studio, but I'm blindfolded, so is Dominic Byrne. Yeah. And we have to guess who they are. And it's fairly easy, unless they put on an accent, and we absolutely have oh. no idea who they are, and then my skin starts to crawl. Yep. Sit back and enjoy. There's no business like show, business like no, business I know. Okay, let's say good morning to our Mystery Panto star. Good morning, Mystery Panto star. Good morning. It's really good to talk to you this morning. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, oh. oh one. Is, I don't know already. Oh, this is going to be difficult because this accent's going to be good, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, it's very early in the morning, but I'm going to try my best to think about sounding a little different. If that okay. isn't your real voice, that accent's incredible. Thank you very much. I, I take, appreciate that. I take it that's not your real voice. Uh, no, it's a little different, although I have used this voice occasionally on uh, different things that I've been involved in. Ooh. Oh, no. I have no idea. Oh, so good. So, um, mystery guest, I uh, you've been a staple of British television <laughs> for the last, what, 25 years, I'd imagine? <laughs> oh, yeah, and maybe a little more than that, yeah. Really, a little more than that. Oh, that right. accent's really putting me off. It's very good. Are you British? I'm British, yeah. Oh, I'm the, British. The accent's too good. It's very good. I've lived elsewhere, though. I have lived elsewhere, but not, you know. I'm mainly British. I stay here. I love Britain. I love to stay here, and I travel a lot. But I stay mainly in London. Okay. And and you're, you, you, you do a bit of singing as well, do you? Possibly. I do a little bit of singing. I do sure. a little bit of dancing. I do a little bit of acting. I, I just, you know, I... I pay my bills, don't I? <laughs> sure, you've got to do what you got to do. I am stuck Me because too. they sound they sound young. I've just got an American woman in my head. Me too. 
Um, <laughs> and you're not an American woman, are you? I'm not an American woman, no, oh, I'm not. Your accent is too it's, good. Uh, Thank you so much. All right, let's... <laughs> This is really good. Let's, have you ever used that voice for anything? I have used that voice. Yes, I have. I've used this voice. I've used many voices in my lifetime. Okay. What sort of work on tele... If we were to... Obviously, we... You know, you're very famous, I imagine. Well, no, you, well you can't. You've got to... Oh, no, but on, on television, it, would it be sort of acting roles on television or sort of TV, uh, sort of game show type things? What's the question you're asking? I don't know who it is. Can I just, <laughs> I'm panicking. So many people on the text have got it. Have they got... So seriously? many people. Yeah, but they're watching. Seriously, they can already? see. They oh can my see. God, that's them. amazing. Oh. So is it acting? I do, appear, is, is, I do I do a little bit of everything, actually. Um, over the years, I have appeared in uh, TV shows as a as an actress. I've appeared as a presenter. I've appeared as a as a person in light entertainment shows. Have, have um, you have you and I've, I have you and I met before? Uh, no, I don't believe. Well, we may have met somewhere. Hmm. I believe we met by the seaside one time. Um, oh, a long time ago. By the seaside. And, um, yeah, we did, by the seaside, when you were working for a different radio station. Mm. But also, um, I also appear sometimes, um, just most recently, I appeared where you couldn't even see what I looked like. I was playing such a different role that you couldn't even see my face. What, a voice role? I, I beg your pardon. It was a, it was a voice. You were a voice. A singing, uh, you a didn't singing. really. No, you no. It was not my voice. Oh no, Dominic. I don't know. Oh, they might have been. Be they might have been masked. Disguised. Oh, were they a masked singer? No. Oh. N no. Oh. The other one. Masked dancer. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't say it. No, I didn't say oh. it. Um, <laughs> what age did your career start? Are you talking sort of child star type thing? I started when I was six years old, but um, a lot of people may know me from certain uh, shows that are on maybe most days of the week in the evening. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Right, this is going to narrow it down. Were you in a soap opera? I was, yes. yeah. I I appeared in a soap opera for a, a little while, yeah. And the soap opera was on the BBC, right? You got that. Yes. That was okay. a really good guest. You got that. That's that, really good. You were in yeah. EastEnders. I was, yeah. I was in EastEnders this is for not helping. a while. I can't think this of who on earth this could be. I'm not that tall. I'm quite diminutive. See, I'm about five foot one. And, um, but you know, small things that, you know, good things come in small packages. Uh, your, I've is, also. Is, is your first name, are you known by your first name, but it's, it's, it's like, short, short for something else? Well, it is, but I'm not sure that. I don't think you. No, I don't think you're on the right track there. Um, I, I let me think of some other shows that I may have been mm. in. Um, I was in a um, on TV uh, many mm. years ago. I was an assistant in a very famous British sci-fi show. Oh, as in, as in, uh, oh, no, as in Doctor Who. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, your, yeah. You're is right. Your, is your Christian name two syllables and your surname is two syllables? Yeah, it is. You're, you can't you be who, but you can't be who I'm thinking of. Well, I don't know who you're thinking of. Well, from the doctor. Because, because if you're who I'm thinking of, which just keeps popping into my head, A, you don't sound anything like them because the accent's too good, and B, I didn't think you liked me very much. 
<laughs> There you go. I told you we met on the beach. Well, that's when I... Oh, what's happened? Oh, what's up? You know... Oh, this is going to be... Was, it was awkward already. No, it's really awkward. <laughs> no, it's not awkward. Chris, it was 21 years ago. Oh, my God. From the Doctor Who thing. That long I th- ago. I think I know who it is. Oh, no. Chris, should we say it together? Yeah, yes, but yes, this yes. is embarrassing. Okay. Come on, give it a go. In three, two, one. Bonnie, Bonnie Langford. Langford. Yeah. 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 You got it. Oh, my you God. You got it. You got it. Oh, Thank my God. God. God, well Bonnie done. Langford, your accent's amazing. That is incredible. You came with the Radio 1 breakfast show to Weymouth, and I was doing summer season there. I was very heavily pregnant. And uh, Bernie Clifton was in the show as well. Yeah, and, oh, um, I know. And you dissed us a lot, and so well, I came down to see you for a laugh. Oh. And, it, they, and then it all got very serious, because obviously it was August, and there was no news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it became a thing. It became a story. Well, because I was so pregnant as well, they kind of made out that you were this big bully and I was this poor, sad, pregnant woman who was desperately upset. It was, was, you know, it was just stories. You know what it's like. It's just playing. Well, I I apologise. No. Oh, well, thank you. You really don't need to. It was. I I thought it was a good joke and then it all became very serious. So, honestly, I'm really pleased that I could actually come on and just say, good morning. I'm thinking to myself, I'm going... Okay, there's there's no there's clues are leading me to Bonnie Langford, but mm. A it can't be Bonnie Langford because it doesn't sound anything like you. Accent and B, is incredible. I'm like Bonnie Langford wouldn't come on the show. <laughs> Why, not? Why not? Life's too short. So for God's sake. The first thing I saw you in was just William. That yeah. that that was the first. That was the first thing, wasn't it? And yeah. I'll scream. I'll I'll scream. I'll scream. Yeah. I'll scream. Which Matt and James the first won- TV show I did. Yeah, was it? First TV show. No. Where are you in Panto this year? Right, well, I'm just off soon to uh, Bromley. I'm in the Churchill Theatre in Bromley in Sleeping Beauty. And, um, yeah, so I've got to go there. We've got two shows every day. (sighs) And it's quite a journey because I live in West London. So I'm going to get on that South Circular and get myself there and um, (laughs) entertain the masses. Oh, God bless you. Oh, here we go. So I've got it now. So, yeah, Bonnie's playing the good fairy. Well, yeah. of course. Of course she is the she good fairy. She can't play the wow. bad fairy. Absolutely. It's got to be the good, good fairy. It'd be great fun. Yeah, that'd be great fun. We've got a fabulous team, actually. Myra Dubois plays the bad fairy, Carabos, and she's hilarious. And we've got Lee Mead uh, playing Prince Harry, and we've got uh, Lloyd Hollett um, playing Muddles. So, but we've only just opened, so we're just getting into the swing of it, actually. So it's ready now until Sunday, the 2nd of January. Uh, tickets are available from churchilltheatre.co.uk. That's churchilltheatre.co.uk. If you're in or anywhere near Bromley and you want a panto, go and see the American that is Bonnie Langford. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe my good fairy will play like this today. Hello, everybody. I'm the good fairy. And, uh, yeah, maybe I'll do her like this today. <laughs> I don't know. Such a, such a I could do it. Yeah. I would you. not have had a clue. Not a clue. Definitely. Well, thank you, Bonnie. Good luck in the in Sleeping Beauty. Although, have a lovely Thanks, Christmas. Darling. Enjoy, your, enjoy Christmas you. Day off. Yeah. I will, and you, enjoy it. Have a lovely time, and here's to a good new year as well. Absolutely. Thank you, Bonnie. All the best. Thanks ever so much. Hi, darling. Bonnie Langford, Bye. everybody. Yay. Wow. Brilliant. Hashtag not awkward at all. Uh, no. Speaking to Bonnie Langford, who I didn't think liked me for no, 20 well, odd years. Isn't that nice to put that to bed, so yeah. to speak? Do you know what I'm doing tonight? Go on. I'm going for dinner. With? Bonnie Langford. No. And Matthew Kelly. Oh, is that lovely? Yeah. Nice to make up, isn't it? It's going to be great. You shoot your mouth, you. Uh, right, Manic Street Preachers. Manics. 
if you tolerate this, Radio X, on our contractually obliged sixth show of the week. Still to come, Ben Elton and Jake Humphrey and Jack Whitehall. Yeah. I almost called him Jack Williams then for some reason. Do it. No idea. All right, Jack Williams. Jack Williams. Known on the to way. you as Jack Whitehall. Um, but Jake Humphrey will be coming up in a bit. Do not go anywhere. On high, this is the Chris Moyle Show. I'm going to play that jingle again because it's evident once you've realised it that Paul Turner, our American voice guy, yeah. has no idea what Ding Dong Merrily on High is. Oh, do you think? You can tell well, in the way he delivers we've it. written like, oh, come all ye faithful, or jingle all the way, or yeah. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, whatever, and he'll go, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, Which or he'll go, uh... Hmm. I don't know. Oh, come all ye faithful. But Ding Dong Merrily on High. Right. He's clearly never heard before. If you listen to The Chris Miles Show. Ding Dong Merrily on High. No, it's not, it's yeah. not Ding Dong Merrily on High. It's Ding Dong Merrily on High, Paul. We should email him. He thinks it's like some kind of catchphrase from the Carry On movies. Yeah. Ding Dong Merrily on High. No, it doesn't go like that, Paul. Right, uh, we've got another guest coming up in a few minutes. My great mate, Mr. Jake Humphrey. You will hear from him after Snow Patrol. Dominic Burns going to bore you by saying, it's my favourite Snow Patrol. That is my favourite. Oh, sorry, what were you saying? That's my favourite Snow Snow Patrol Patrol track, that, I think. Chocolate. Chocolate. I love it. I like the drum at the beginning. Uh, That's interesting. Just one one drum. Tell us more about that. So, Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to say good morning to Mr. Jake Humphrey. Wow, there's a lot of people in here. What a round of applause. Hey, Jake. How are you? It's on tape, beyond a no illusion. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me feel good still. Yeah. If you get recognised in the street, what do they they recognise you from? Interestingly, I'm not just saying this to be an idiot, but it is now. They talk to me about the podcast. Oh, shut up. (laughs) You don't need to shoehorn it in. We're going to talk about the book. Um, It's true. (laughs) And you got your break because you entered a competition to be a TV presenter. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Basically, because I failed my A-levels, right? Right. Um, And so I went back, which is awful because my mum was a teacher at the school. Oh, that's pressure. And then you had to write a letter to go back to the school to redo your A-levels. It wasn't like a foregone conclusion. You had to write and say, I'm going to work really hard this time around. It was like, oh, it's embarrassing. So on my very first day back at school, the very first day I returned to do my A-levels, my politics teacher had a letter. And he just said, if anyone wants to go and work at this local TV channel, they're looking for people to help out. And it was called Rapture Television. Wow. I turned up and I said, look, I've had a bad couple of years. Because I had a few other... I got fired from McDonald's for a lack of communication skills just before oh. the A-level failure. Now that is a... That's a skill. Lack of communication <laughs> skills. In what? So were you front of house or were no, you... Were that's you, a ridiculous yeah, So you could understand that if you were greeting the customer and you were grumbling. Right, grumbling. French fries do yeah. not talk back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was a one-way conversation, but obviously my chat was not good enough, right? right? And the producer just came and said, no one's watching, so can you and the other WorkX kids make these videos? And I was sitting there operating the auto queue for the presenter, and the presenter went, and the winner of our presenter competition is Jake Humphrey from Norwich. And I was sitting there thinking, oh, that's me. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Here I am. so weird. I mean, these were in the days where you could cheat and lie on the telly, and it was no issue. Well, there's nobody entering, <laughs> exactly. and you did enter, to be fair. I did, I did. And you won. I mean, I got offered still the greatest financial offer I've had in my entire career, and it's not been bettered since, which is remarkable. But the producer came to me and said, the presenter's leaving. If you can present the show live on Saturdays and Sundays while redoing your A-levels, 
we will double your money. <gasps> wow. Is it the, is it similar now at BT? 12 quid. Right. So, 12 now. Wow, throwing the money around. Mate, I agreed to join there in 2012. It was at the Olympics when I was covering the Olympics for the BBC in 2012 when I sort of made the final call. really that long? How is that 10 years? Wow. Mad, isn't it? And if you follow Jake on social media, mm. he's he's basically sat in the back of a car at half past two in the morning heading home because he always goes, you always go home because you're a family man. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I have these, we talk about these things called non-negotiables and one of mine is just get home for the kids. Even if it means doing the school run and then going back to bed for an hour. I just want, like, little Sebastian, he's only six, he's really getting into his football and we've got this squishy Norwich City ball that you could kick as hard as you like at the most precious thing in your house and it wouldn't break it. Yeah. And we stand on the landing at, like, seven o'clock in the morning and shoot against each other and there's the mm. smile on his face. Oh, man. that's nice. It's like, yeah. it's not like nothing else. So that's, yeah, I do, I always go home. And you live in, in, in the Norwich area? I do. Yeah. <laughs> well done, yeah, I do. <laughs> Well, you you do? Norwich area, I've, yeah. been, I've been to your house. I know, it was lovely. I think you might have broken my gate. That wasn't you broke. That you wasn't broke. Me. No. What, so what happened? Oh, no. How can you? So, what? I had a birthday party. What was it me? Uh, shush, please. <laughs> this is my show now. Yes. <laughs> I had a birthday party. And I think that's generous to invite people to your house and put on a birthday party. Yes, very was, and I was Absolutely. very grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Next day, we I got to, We weren't allowed to stay there. We had to go to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got a, I've got like a big old wooden gates and I walked out and there's a massive crack along the bottom. And I'm thinking, someone's driven into my gates. I do not believe this. Can't believe that. So I'm getting this sorted. And then literally, this was in 2019, maybe. I was now 40. It was three three years ago. Mm. Someone goes, how's your gates? With a smile on their face. It was a mutual friend of ours. I said, sorry. And they went, well, when we left your party, we didn't know how to get out the gates because they were electric. So Chris just grabbed it and just... Hold it. You didn't. Oh, that's, no. not, that's, that's not true. Oh. So, um, I need £428 plus VAT. I don't know what happened. Right. Well, you obviously do. do. But the next thing is... You look like you know. Everyone's gone. Mm. Jake's gone to bed. I was sober as a judge. Were you? I should have been down on the gate, checking on oh, the gate. Yeah. So we tried to open the gate, but it's it's the gate's like a security... You, Chris, how did, you, how did you try to open the gate? Mm. Well, Ooh. we tried to make the sensor open the gate, the and it wouldn't. <laughs> make the sensor open. What, right. shouting at it? Well, I thought if you're going to put your hand over it, the gate will open. It right. didn't. Yeah. Anyway, don't blame me. It was Paul Worsley. Fine. <laughs> Named and shamed, Paul. Yep. Good morning. Oh, and Holly. Anyway, so there you are. <laughs> ah. This book is based on uh, Jake Humphrey's uh, brilliant mm podcast the podcast is brilliant just ask him he'll tell you the high lo- performance podcast it's the only thing he bangs on about social have media have, huh? you even, have you even listened no, to the podcast? i've never listened no. to it we started just to, actually just as lockdown kicked in actually the first episode went out in march 20, oh really 2020 yeah and that was not intentional because i've wanted for years to talk about the kind of stuff we talk about on on the high performance podcast so the idea of the podcast is what is to get in successful people from yep. various fields and pick their brain about how they do what they do. Yes, that's exactly, that's basically it. But the, I think the crucial thing, and I can always tell when someone doesn't listen to it because they say, oh, I'm not going to listen to a podcast where successful people tell me about their successes because it just makes me feel inferior. And I totally get that. But the podcast is the absolute antithesis of that. You know, for a start, successful people fail way more than everybody else. You know, you today... I mean, maybe not you because you're so professional, but lots of people that do your job fail all the time. I certainly do on the telly because we need to exist and high performers exist in a place where failure is almost inevitable. Mm -hmm. And it's about reframing our minds 
that failure is a positive thing. Failure is good. So fail early, fail often, but fail forwards. Take the learning and realise that it's, it's not a full stop, it's a comma. I got fired from McDonald's. I moved schools when I was young because I was bullied badly. I lost my grandma. She took How are you bullied? You're six foot five. I wasn't then, mate. It's about realising that you're actually in complete control of your response to those things. And so the book is stuff from the podcast. Yeah, so I don't want people to think it's like a sports podcast. We've had like Matthew McConaughey on there. Yeah. Um, we've had Nims Perger, The Explorer. We've had Susie Ma, who's the entrepreneur who created Tro- Tropic Skincare. We had Gareth Southgate tell us it's the podcast that got him through lockdown. Oh, there you, you go. And the England manager. And it was, we saw him a few weeks before the start of the Euros. And I was like, you've just literally told us this podcast yeah. got him through lockdown. That was ridiculous. <laughs> um, I still can't really believe that. And then at the end of each chapter, we have a pit stop. So you can actually stop and then you, you actually have to do a little bit of work and think, right, how do I really implement that into my own life? The High Performance book uh, of the podcast by Jake Humphrey uh, and Professor Damien Hughes yeah. um, is available now from Yay. all good bookstores. You can order it right now, have it delivered tomorrow. Yeah, I'm genuinely delighted for you. You're one of the lovely people in this industry. That's you work nice, very, very, very hard. That work ethic of work hard and be nice to people is yeah. Jake Humphrey through and through. Mm-hmm. He's a genuinely lovely man. Uh, he's punching well above his weight with his wife <laughs> and his beautiful oh. children. Oh, you are though and you know it. Oh, I do. It's the I'm place, grateful every day. The best place to be. <laughs> best place to be. I am. We all are. Yeah. Um, and good luck with the podcast and good luck with the book and have a lovely Christmas. Thank you. And can I just say, it's so nice to see all of you. You're such a lovely team. Um, thank you for the support. Thank you for the nice words. Um, and with VAT, that's 612 quid for the gate. Oh, so do I... Speak to Paul Worsley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine, okay. Speak to Mr. Worsley. And best of luck with that. <laughs> Ladies Thank and gentlemen, Mr. Jake Humphrey. Yeah. Good on you, Jake. Top fella. Uh, the book is available now. Right, we have the news at 10 o'clock. After this. From Global's newsroom, you're up to date. This is Radio X. From Global. Yes, indeed. From Global, home of all your favourite radio stations, including Heart, Heart Christmas and Heart Kwanzaa. We'll be back to the Christmas show on Saturday in just a few minutes, but first, it's time for a Christmas image. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your chestnuts I love that joke. The Chris Miles Show. Christmas, everybody. Now, were you planning on getting up early and going shopping and you're still in the kitchen? Yeah, I thought so. I know, I know. Well, it's not too late to order stuff online. I know Chris Miles Start a Shop is saying if you order before the 13th of December, it's guaranteed delivery for Christmas. Ah. They're not saying what bloody Christmas. Right. Okay. I reckon next year. A Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. If you do it today, you're probably all right. Hmm. I'm going to be stuck with a few Christmas jumpers after this. Do you think? Yeah. When you say a few, how, how many are you think? Well, I thought the Christmas jumper would be the top-selling item on my website, chrismoyles.shop. That's chrismoyles.shop. Please go and have a look now. And is it not? No, it's the hoodies. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hoodies are doing f- mega business. They're flying out. Hmm. 
And then what, what's lovely is people tweet me pictures of them wearing the hoodie. Yeah, I've seen quite a few people tweeting the Christmas jumper pictures. Have you? Well. Yeah, the last couple of days. Because Christmas jumpers are seasonal though, aren't they? Maybe some Well, yeah, but it's a season now. I know, but more people all want it so they can wear it all year. Yeah. So maybe that's why... Yeah. Older. What? Just call me Richard Brunson. <laughs> <laughs> Business actually. They want to wear a Christmas jumper all year. No, they wouldn't. So, but the hoodies are an yeah, all but year. But I don't want to wear them for Christmas. Wow. I'm starting know. to think that the Christmas jumpers is quite a minority thing. Oh, I don't think so. I, I no, I don't think so. But you got I, Christmas I jumpers? So. Uh, I've got three Christmas jumpers. Matt, you got any? Yeah, I've got two or three. Pippa? Yeah, I've got a couple. James? One. Which is. Another one that you nicked from the Greg shoot the other day, is it? Two. <laughs> <laughs> they were nice, actually, weren't they? Yeah. No, mine weren't. Yeah. Oh, was it yours no, not? horrible. Oh, I should have taken mine home. I they also mine. kept the label in as well. And now, I don't want to be a big prima donna, mm. but I was wearing a £12.50 Christmas jumper from a charity shop. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. Mine's got a flashing red nose. Yeah, we didn't find that out good. until towards the end of the day, though, did yeah. we, sadly? No. And did you make it flash? No, I didn't have any batteries. Uh, I couldn't flash anyone. Uh. Yeah. Well, anyway, if you want a Christmas jumper that shows your love of the Chris Moyle show. Or it's an ideal gift for somebody who can't bear the sound of my voice. There you go. Get them a Chris Moyles show, Merry Chris Moyles Christmas jumper at chrismoyles.shop. And if you don't buy one today, they'll be back on sale again next December. The Chris Moyles Show. And now some music. And then coming up... Mr. Ben Elton on this show. Jaybug and All I Need. He yeah. loves that. We always say it. He, he loves never that heard reference. in his life. Right. No, he's not heard the show ever. You don't think? No. Right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, comedy royalty in the studio, Mr. Ben Elton. Woo! Good morning. Lovely to be back. Back on the X. Thank you. Thank here's, you for having me. Thank you for having me. Here's, having me. <laughs> here's, my, uh, here's my thought. Okay. Yeah. You didn't do stand-up for 15 years. Yes, that's one five, not five zero. And you decide, I'm going to do stand-up. Yeah. You do one stand-up tour, big tour. Yeah. And then a global pandemic is created to stop you from continuing. <laughs> it's, literally, I've had some heckles, I've had some bad reviews, but literally, <laughs> a pandemic. Now that's trolling. That's trolling at a big level. Look, I mean, we all have our we all have our COVID horrors, and I suppose um, not being able to complete a tour uh, is is on the lower side. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it was a strange thing, wasn't it? I mean, I did those like 70, 80 dates around the UK. I did one London date. Mm. Then the whole idea was go and do Australia, New Zealand, come back and do this London's the final season, West End. Oh, the final! I've never done that before. And yeah, things things <laughs> things paused radically. So it's definitely the longest tour I've ever done. You know, it's now seventeen years since I last toured. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, but you know, it's all good. Um, it means the material sort of shaped up a bit. I'm certainly not doing my Brexit gear anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little time capsule that's time has passed. Yeah. It's 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 really interesting. You were just saying off the air just then that you you were you were stuck in Australia because you live in Australia now. Well, part and part. My yeah. wife's Australian. We've been together, you know, now since '86 wow. when mm. me and the late. 
great Rick Mail, who I miss every day, and particularly when I'm on tour and when I'm playing the theatres that we used to play together. I think about him a lot, but it's funny because, yeah, we we toured Australia in 86 and used to have to have two Aussies for every Brit in those days, and uh, and we hate that. We thought, what the hell's going to happen? We can't have four comics on with us. Anyway, it was an all-girl rock band, and I married the bass player, so that's Yay. how... That that's our all-girl bass player's coolest thing. Uh, so, yeah, so I've had a half-Australian life ever since, but... I wasn't going to be spending the last 18 months there. As you know, I was going to come back and do these gigs and upstart Crow the Play, and we were rock. You was touring a, a lot to do in 2020. And, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I got trapped. The Australian borders, they, they kind of pursued a non, you know, a zero policy for a while. They tried to keep it out, mm. and they wouldn't let people out or in, and that was me, done. I didn't think I was ever going to see my mum again. I really didn't. You know, she's 92, and I've only just been able to come back. But, you know, we, as I say, everyone's got everyone's got stories like that. We're all in yeah. it together, aren't we? We are, but and nobody would have thought we'd still be uh, in this. Banging I, on about the COVID. I remember talking to Dominic about it, and mm. it was so, so about March time, it kind of kicked off here. Yeah. And, and you were in, like, late February or something. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember saying to Dominic, I think he had, like, a, a week booked off in July, uh, or, or July or August. I went, yeah. oh, you'd be fine. That's months Away. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember we'll those days? In Twelve weeks, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, listening to Mr. Johnson, I'm not yeah. going to call him Boris. He's, you know, he's too friendly. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Mr. Joe, yeah, we were. But on the other hand, I mean, yeah, I don't think any politician could ever. You know, I, I, I have no. sympathy with all of it. I mean, it's it really wasn't an easy call, was it? No. Well, the the show is uh, Ben Alton live. That's uh, what it says on the tin. That's exactly right. right. <laughs> and it's two a little two-week residency at the Harold Pinter Theatre. Yes, and I, nice. I hope the irony of doing comedy in a theatre named after a bloke who wouldn't have recognised a gag if it awarded him the <laughs> Nobel Prize for Literature. Uh, no, it's controversial. I don't think he's Do a you know, I was writer. saying this. So I, I did Pinter stuff at school. I didn't understand no. anything that was going on. Nobody does. I don't think the teacher did, actually. And, and when you say that to Pinter fans, they say, ah, oh, but you see, nor did he. Right. And that's the wonder of it all. Well, anyway, look, good on him. He, he got a theatre named after him you can't mess around with that <laughs> uh, and I shall be playing in it I shall be doing my two hours of, of uh, all new stand although it's, it's it's developed out of the tour I was doing there's a lot of this you know but it, it's funny it'd be interesting to see if, if anybody wants to see it again that would be delightful because mm. it has grown and developed and as I say I'm not doing my Brexit gear anymore so <laughs> you'll have to find out what I filled the hole with uh, because I think that's probably a, 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 a satirical riff whose time came and went <laughs> I don't want to say that you know coming to see me will it single-handedly revived the West End, but on the other hand, <laughs> well, we do we do want people to come in and you know get involved in live theatre course, again. Yeah. And you know, you see me, you probably have a taxi, you might have a meal. Before you know it, you've kickstarted the UK economy. <laughs> so feel good about yourself. <laughs> uh, if you want to get tickets, I would absolutely recommend uh, go to Benelton Live. Um, was Alfresco the first TV thing you did? Uh, Al Fresco, for those of your listeners who are uh, who are old enough to recall, and honestly, do, time doesn't have future. I got I got a real cele- celebrity wake up call at your reception because the bloke must be thirty five. He's going, "What's the name? Elton? What's that like in John? Is it Elton Ben Elton? Oh, is it no, literally? I'm so sorry. You get? <laughs> no, look, I'm not precious. I don't oh. expect it. But you know, it used to be like twenty year olds that hadn't heard of me. Now it's thirty five year olds that hadn't heard of me. Life definitely is moving on. Let's get but, him up here. But Let's forty here. forty years ago, yes. Um, what a show Alfresco could have been. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, it was a sketch show. And the cast, I walked into a room literally on the same day in... in it, was, it, was, it was actually literally four years ago. It was December 1981. I walked in and I met Emma Thompson, Stephen Fry, Hugh Laurie, Robbie Coltrane, all in the same... We'd all oh, met, you know. Wow. And, and Granada Telly had put together this trying to do a Not the Nine O'Clock News. They were trying to put... I got the job because Rick didn't want it. 
the young ones w- wouldn't have worked on any other channel. Nobody would have done that. It was such a bizarre. Well, there was concept. only two others. There was only two others when we when we guess, made yeah. the pilot. By the time it was broadcast, there was three others because Channel Four yeah. happened literally at the same time as the young ones. In fact, because of because Channel Four, BBC was so spooked. Everyone thought Channel Four was just going to take the entire youth. Everyone under forty mm. is going to stop watching the BBC, and that's why they commissioned the young ones. They just kind of the same people, the comic strip. I was the only one that wasn't in the comic strip. I was only in the young ones, you know, but anyway. Yeah. Um, listen, you've got to go, unfortunately, and I could do this for hours with you, I really could, but um, go and see Ben live uh, over Christmas from the 20th of December to the 30th. Uh, Live is the best place to get tickets. Um, lovely to see you. Well, Always you, lovely to see you. Mr. Ben Elton. What a pleasure. Thank you, Ben. Go and see Ben Elton live in London as a little Christmas treat for yourselves. Now, this is going to be interesting. You've now got to do your joke of the week yeah. in front well, of Ben Elton. Uh, well, yes, I won't look. Actually, I'll turn that way. Right. Are you ready? He's not going to touch you. No, no, but I don't Here comes Dominic control. Burns' joke of the week. Hey, everyone. I also used to be a stand-up comedian, and I wrote a joke about a fat badger. but I couldn't fit it into my set. Because it was too fat. I don't get it. Do you not get it? No. Right. This is why it's, A, it's funny, very funny, actually, and B, educational. Badgers, mm-hmm. so rabbits live in a warren, all right? Badgers... Wait, why are you telling me about rabbits? Because I'm, just as an example, all right? Uh, chickens live in a chicken coop. Badgers live in a set. Fish live in the sea. Yeah, but badgers specifically live in a set. I, I told Horses a joke... Horses live in fields. Yeah, I told a joke about a fat badger... Actually, chickens live in coops because I guess they're built. I don't know if chickens actually live in coops yeah. in the natural environment. Where if they roam free around a field? Because yeah. some dogs live in kennels. Yeah. Badgers. badgers could also some live dogs in live in Wolverhampton. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to learn? Do you want to learn? No, I want to understand your joke. Okay, I wrote. A you joke were a stand-up about, comedian once. I, that, do you when remember? was this? All right, I haven't talked about it much because I've never done it. It was just for the purposes of the joke. I, it was a lie. I was a stand-up comedian once, and I wrote. But you a, weren't. I you wrote, just admitted you weren't. I wrote a joke about a fat badger. Right. But it wouldn't fit into my set. Okay. My set is also the name of my material. The and I've, know, I've got that. You bit. got that bit. And yeah. a badger's home is called a set. Right. So there's two meanings there in a way, isn't there? Of set. No, there isn't. Well, there's set list, as in you know, but my set. You said, did and you not? I once wrote a joke about a fat, fat badger, badger, but I couldn't fit it into my, my, set. my set. My set. Therefore, if you're saying my set, that you're a comedian, you couldn't fit it into okay. your set list. Let me change it around. Let me flip it, because I can do that. All right. I used to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. I wrote a song about Fat Badger, but I couldn't fit it in the set. What set? The Badger's home, the set, and also Why my... would you be putting a Fat Badger into a Fat Badger's home? I, I didn't. I couldn't fit it in, because it was too fat. So it's not the Fat Badger's set, then, is it? If the Fat Badger can't fit in the house, that's not the Fat Badger's house. The set. I'm, so, I'm sorry to break it down. And I know you say I'm too literal, but... Mm. Well, a bit literal. Right. Where does the fat badger live? Well, 
is he homeless now? Because of you, too, yes. No, because he's I, too fat. I tell you what, I hope you're proud of yourself. You've basically fat shamed, body shamed a badger yeah. and then made it homeless. I didn't mean to And you any, think that was a funny joke? I didn't mean to say any of that. Didn't fit into the set. You're a disgrace. Sorry. You've let yourself down. I know. I want you to go into the corner and think about what you've just done. Fat badger sounds funny though, doesn't it? Not if you're the fat badger being ridiculed by other badgers at badger school. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I speak from experience. Yeah. Did you go to badger school? Yeah, I used to be a fat badger. Yeah. Um, Jack Whitehall next after Pulp. Barbara, I've got to go. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Barbara? Barbara Badger, oh. uh, head of the Badgers Association oh. of Great Britain. She was very offended Actually, by your uh, so-called joke. Sorry. Because I'm, I'm down with my Badgers. Yeah. I love Badgers. Ever yeah. since I stumbled across a couple of Badgers in the woods. Did you? What, yeah. were, what were you doing in the woods? I was in the woods. That's none of your business. And I saw two Badgers in a suitcase. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I called the RSPCA and I said, I don't know what to do. And they said, are they moving? And I went, well, they've got a suitcase with them, so they're probably going somewhere. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jack Whitehall is here. Yay! Yay! Hello. Movie Jack. star. Sorry, my foot. What are you doing? Oh, it's, oh, it's Jen. She wants to do brunch next time. Oh, uh, <laughs> told you, Pip. He's which, changed. Which Jen, though? Is it? Uh... I wouldn't want to. Aniston. Wow. Jen Ann, yeah. Oh, let's see. It's Jen Ann. It's Jen Ann. <laughs> uh, oh, Jen my, Ann. oh, my phone's just been. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, hold it's on. Well. Oh, oh, Courtney. Courtney? Yeah, Fish. Fish. He's a local fishmonger. <laughs> He's always texting you, you're a local fishmonger, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? It's weird. I just want to say this now and get it out of the way, and then we'll have some fun, right? Yeah. Um, we've met many times, right? We've had a couple of drinks. We've been out socially. I have watched your career blossom. Yeah. In the blink of an eye, you're posting a video where you're in the gym with The Rock. Yeah, that's cool, isn't it? And we're all like, how, how did this happen? Yeah, I mean, I sort of feel like that, though, as well. And it was never really the plan, but obviously it, it, it's, you know, it, it, it's great and very exciting to be doing that kind of stuff. And, you know, I was obviously always, like, had half an eye on it, but I never thought that it would necessarily come to fruition. So I was, yeah, I was chomping at the bit. Well, I'm delighted for you. I'm Thank very you. proud of you. Do you I live in LA? Because Pippa may have made up the fact oh, you live in LA sure. now. She's did not I, entirely sure. Did I make or, that up? No. No, I I'm, I don't really live... And when I do go out to LA, I still sleep on my friend's sofa. Right, so, okay. you know, it's not... Yeah, Jennifer Aniston's right. sofa. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston's <laughs> sofa. Jennifer yeah. Bull House. Are you, are you friends with The Rock? Yeah, I would say I'm probably friends with but, him. I, we, we don't, like, hang out a lot, but we're text friends. It's brilliant. Hey, he leaves me on red every now and again, but he does re- reply to every couple of texts. We, um, we're here today to talk about uh, Jack's new film, which is called... Clifford the Big Red Dog. It's a psychological drama uh, based in the courtrooms of Washington. That's it. Oh, sorry, no, no. It's about a big red dog. <laughs> I've got a clip of it now if you want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, they do this on all the American late night shows. Uh, yeah, here's, yeah, yeah. A, here's a clip of uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> okay, there oh, it is. That is excellent. Thank you. That sounds really good. Thank you very much. Do you like that? See what I did? I like that. So I watched it. The film, yeah, 
And I haven't said what I thought about it. No. I thought I wanted you to be here. Yeah. While he I hasn't said given us the review yet. I have You wanted to wait until he can make eye contact with you, Jack. So Tuesday night. So I got a link to watch it, mm. and uh, and I said to my girlfriend, "I've got to watch this film." So she's like, "Okay." So I said, "We're going to watch the the Jack Whitehall." So she goes, "Oh, great, Jack, Jack's mm. film, brilliant." Okay. So we. St- I said, "Look, we don't need to watch all of it. I just need to watch, you know, twenty minutes of it to get the gist of get it. The gist. Just so I want to interview him. Everybody's happy. You know I what see. I mean? We watched all of it." She loved it. Really? <laughs> she laughed all the way through it, yeah. right? And I, she lives with me. I don't often hear her laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it's a great film. And I don't even have kids. We don't have kids. The Do you pair have a dog? Us, huh? Dogs? No. No? We've got cats. you got cats? <laughs> yeah. Wow, so of all the people, no kids and cats, you yep. should find this the most triggering film <laughs> out there. I've got to be honest, brutal. I didn't think I'd be right my yeah. cup of tea, Jack. I'll be honest, I was going to yeah. watch you in it and see how it went. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I think it's quite an adorable little film. I watched it with um, my friends who brought their kids along to a screening, which was amazing for me oh, because nice. I have never been able to do anything that their children have been able to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything I've done has been about keeping them at arm's length because I don't want to corrupt their tiny minds. The movie of Clifford the Big Red Dog is you play Uncle Casey. Yeah. And your sister, I can't remember the, the character's name, has a daughter, mm. right? Yeah. And uh, there's a Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah. Now, the little girl in it is very cute. She's uh, American. And her mum is English. Yes. And she talks about her uh, Uncle Casey, which is obviously her brother, mm-hmm. and that's Jack Whitehall. Yeah. And then it cuts to Jack Whitehall's first scene. Jack Whitehall has an American accent. Her right. sister has an English accent. Jack Whitehall, as we all know, is English. Mm. So Jack's got an American accent, yeah. but his sister is English. Right. And he's the uncle to the kid who's also American. American. And then the see, there's they even explain it at some point <laughs> where Jack's character says, "Thank God I moved to America <laughs> when I was two, otherwise I'd have had an accent like yours." <laughs> which he does, by the way. It's exactly the same. Yeah. And then at one point, you have to mimic your sister's accent in the film, and you have to, in an American accent, try and do an oh, English accent. Yes. Now that's yeah. tricky, do they not know it? your English? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think when they cast me, they were looking for an American actor, and then they cast me, they had no idea that I was English, and then I turned up and spoke like this. And then they added all these, like, meta jokes. They tried to make it as difficult as they could for me to nail my first American accent. Yeah, do an American accent, but let's surround you with English people, and then have a running joke that every now and again, you go into an English accent to mock them all. Right. So it was like... So you had to do, as an American character, you had to do an imperfect English accent, despite the fact you have an English accent. That's quite difficult, isn't it? Although, I do think the one advantage is that my actual English accent sounds like someone sending up an English accent. Like, I talk like most people would do an impression of an Englishman. Right. It it's is not quite Dick Van Dyke-y. No. It's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah, very well-spoken English. Yeah, it's clipped. clipped. Well, straight away, because I start watching the film... <clears throat> And the girl comes home from school and her mum's like, how was your day at school, dear? And I'm like, okay, well, there you go. Yeah. That yeah. explains everything. Yeah. And then he turns up, how y'all doing? And I'm like, <laughs> this is not very strange. Like he does. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? My name be Uncle Casey. Well, you want to go get yourselves a dog? That's what you do, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like Jukes of Hazard. <laughs> and, then, and then to add more confusion to it, John Cleese, who's not related to either of them, he's English as well. Right, okay. Or is he? 
Oh. oh, is he not related to them? He's not, but that could be like a twist. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you see, no there's hidden layers yeah. that you didn't. It's a great, it's a cracky little film, and I, I recommend everybody go and see it. So have have they had the premiere? Take your kids, take your cats. Yeah, they had it. They had. They had. Uh, this is your. I know you're going to like this. Uh, they not only had a premiere for human beings, but they also had a dog influencer yes. premiere yes. with a green carpet. Classic. <laughs> where a load of famous people's. No, not famous people's dogs. I think the the dogs. Are famous the people that uh, own the dogs are not famous right, they just yeah, uh, yeah. look after the dogs celebrity dogs celebrity dogs wow that's cool isn't it it's also a load of celebrity dogs that came and visited us on set and there's a scene where there's a load of dogs and all those dogs are like famous celebrity influencer dogs I met a corgi that had more followers than me on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> I was so annoyed <laughs> uh, so yeah Clifford yeah. the big red dog <laughs> In cinemas everywhere, uh, featuring uh, Hi, I'm Jack Warhol, <laughs> the American actor. There he is, movie star Clifford the Big Red Dog is out now. We'll be right back. The Chris Miles Show. How are you feeling now about your um, badger shaming? I feel as I've been put in my place now. I didn't mean to cause any offence to any any fat animals, especially the badger. Yeah. Um, sorry. You know, sorry. I feel chastened. I just want to apologise on Dominic's behalf to any fat badgers listening. Yeah, sorry. Or even friends of fat badgers. Because, you know, it affects, affects the friends as well. Hey, speaking of which, what time is your friend coming down oh, today? no. What? They stayed last night. Oh, they were right. already here. I'll see oh, them when I get home. That's right, yeah. Well, you can't miss them when you get home. No, now. I'll see them when I get home and I live 15 miles no. away. Uh, right, we always end our Saturday show with four belters back to back and this morning is no exception. So turn your radio up very loud and I mean it. You're going to love the next four songs. The Chris Miles Show. A little bit of Queen. Radio X. Pepper, for you and your friends. Because they love Queen. Oh, down beside that red firelight. They like the music. Oh, you gonna let it all hang out, fat bottom girls. You make the rocking world go round. Hashtag cheeky. Very first time I ever heard the song. Yeah, I thought it was a parody of a Queen song. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, that and I like to ride my bicycle. <laughs> I didn't think they were real songs. Yeah. Fat bottom girls, they make the rock and world go round. There you go. Really, Freddie? <laughs> really? Come on now. But you've got to admit, it's a cracking song. Isn't it? Song. Sorry, not cracking. So I made a bit of an ass of myself there. Sorry. Oh, but uh, we've got more great songs to play. Nothing to do with Pepper and her friends at all. Right, let's move on. This is Wonder Stuff. Size of a cow. Don't you think oh. it's funny? The size of a cow. Oh. Miles Hunty Beauty and the rest of the Wonder Stuff. Dedicate that to you if you uh, love the Wonder Stuff. That's there. it. Size of a cow. Saturday morning, Radio X. Johnny Vaughan is coming up with Gavin the Woodman Woods at 11 o'clock this morning. Here's another song I want to dedicate to Pippa's friends because oh, yeah. they're tuning this morning. This is Don't Stop Eating. This is Fleetwood Mac. 
done some retunes, haven't they? Oh, haven't they just? Albatross. Yeah, play song. Yeah. The Chain. Yeah. And um, what's that one that I like to sing along to? Oh, the one that you get the worst I want to be with you right through it. That's yeah. right. Everywhere. Rather than everywhere. It's my first dance. Yeah, yeah, it was your first dance, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Mm. Yeah. Not The Chain. That's weird. No, it wasn't The Chain. No, it's weird. Not Albatross. No, it wasn't Albatross. Fleetwood Mac, don't stop. And that is us. We've got to stop. Thank you to all our guests. Matthew Kelly, Bonnie Langford, Jay Comfrey, Mr. Ben Elton, and Mr. Jack Whitehall. And thanks, Dominic. Thank you, Chris. And thanks, Pippa. Thank you, Thank Chris. you, Matt Parksmith. You, Chris. James. Thank you. Yeah, no, I didn't say thank you. You are welcome. Okay. Johnny Vaughan is next. Good luck to Super League United today. We're going to win. Three points. Thank you. We'll leave you with this. Take the National Express. The Chris Miles Show. 